You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. I just need you guys to know that this space of the podcast world, but specifically the community of Behind the Bliss podcast, is one of my favorite communities I find myself a part of. And here's why. I get to connect with so many amazing listeners and guests and really learn so much about myself through y'all. And one of the people that I loved connecting with is Jill Edwards. Jillian Edwards is a singer-songwriter in Nashville, Tennessee. She joined us back in episode 101 when she talked about her new album, Meadow, which has been out now for a few months, and I'm still obsessed. It's so good. But today, she's joining us talking all about community and what it looks like to support one another, link arms with people, champion and cheer on others in your life, and how do we identify that person that we can aid or that person that can help and aid us. She has teamed up to form a duo called The Dailies with Ellie Holcomb, who is another female artist in Nashville that you might be familiar with. They have so many amazing songs they've released on any of your favorite music playing platforms that I would highly suggest going and listening to. But this idea of working together, championing one another, linking arms on a big dream or goal, or honestly combining your gifts inspired me and I wanted to bring this conversation to you. Jillian, my girl, welcome back to Behind the Bliss. So happy. Love Behind the Bliss. Love my little Behind the Bliss mug I've been using for my coffee in the mornings. Makes me think of you. Makes me happy. I always feel weird (laughs) calling you Jillian. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) like whenever I get emails about you, I'm like, Jillian. It's so formal. It does feel formal. Will um, never calls me Jillian, but occasionally he does and I'm like uh yes Will Franklin like are we we acquaintances (laughs) no but I um I feel that but I also kind of like it (laughs) kind of like it well last time we hung out was in Franklin we got to bop around and just walk and get frothy monkey coffee it was you were so gracious because of course I had Fei Fei with us she was um she was Oh, you know, it was fall. It was the pumpkin tree. Yeah, yeah. She was fascinated with the pumpkin tree. And um, yeah, you were gracious to um, <laughs> to Whatever. <appease> her. <laughs> no, she is so precious. I think I still have the leaf that she gifted me, like, in the front <gasps> pocket of my backpack. What? I do. I mean, I didn't no. keep it on purpose. <laughs> but I, like, I opened it up to get some chapstick out the other day in the airport. And I was like, wait a second. That's fake face. <laughs> no way. I forgot. Yes. She does love giving people gifts. Um, leaf gifts so specifically. <laughs> yes. That's so sweet. The most important kinds. Yeah. Oh, oh I love it. Sweet. Well, this is like a fun girl catch up hangout, but then also what a cool testimony of what can happen in like the online ministry podcast I world. Know. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Last time we talked about Meadow, which we're all still obsessed with. I am oh, at least, and still one of my favorites to hear on my worship playlist. But you. you've got a lot of other things going on between then and now. Can we believe like how much oh, time has goodness. passed? 
Well, it feels like, I was going to say my conversation with you about Meadow, I mean, that was only like less than a year ago, but because 2020 was 2020, don't you feel like it was like several years long? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like our Meadow, like the journey of like releasing Meadow and all the things in between until now feels like way longer because 2020 felt so full of so many things so um yeah in one way it's like wow we just we just talked but on the other hand it feels like forever ago <laughs> to I me. know oh you think about like dates and I feel like dates seem like forever ago but then mm-hmm. you think about moments and they seem not far along ago at all and that's yes. kind of how I've been like measuring my time yeah yep. Uh, so now you're still you're still doing your thing you're still crushing the game in oh, Nashville man. doing all the fun oh, music man. things I'm so thankful to you know be able to keep working <laughs> you know I mean yeah. even though our industry the music industry has been put majorly on pause in many ways um you can't you know cancel the creation of of content you know for lack of a better word I guess so I'm I'm grateful that you know the pandemic and the restrictions of you know of course touring is has been off the table live events has not been a thing but um it was just like you know uh, felt like the right time to release some songs that we had been kind of holding on to and kind of thought, Oh, we'll get to releasing these songs at some point. Um, and then 2020 made itself clear that now was the time. So yeah. Yeah. Grateful. And you joined forces with Ellie Holcomb and yes. Ben Chive yes. and some other amazing people in Nashville. Tell us about, yeah. Tell us about the process. So you had this idea or you wanted to join forces and you wanted to link arms with somebody else. And then and then what? Like, how does that happen? Yes. <laughs> As a listener, well, you don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. I love music, but I don't, I, until I actually started making friends in the music industry, like mm-hmm. never understood how it all worked and the work it, that went into it. Totally. Well, um, in order to kind of understand from a sort of zoomed out view of writing songs and kind of how um, Nashville works as a as a songwriting town, um, co-writing is really, um, you know, it's sort of like the thing that you do. (laughs) If you're a songwriter, um, you know, you meet different types of writers and you learn how to, you know, work with different people and you meet a lot of people through co-writing. Um, and sometimes you find people who you just, click with and you, you know, your strengths and weaknesses match with their strengths and weaknesses, or rather they, they're a lot of times it works best when you have, you know, opposite strengths and weaknesses because you work together and, um, and that's what I found with so many people here, um, through co-writing, but, um, Ellie and I met, and um, not in a co-writing session, but just met um, as friends. And we just became instant 
um, friends and she, I met her in Texas and then, um, because she was playing a show, um, at Baylor where I was a student at the time. And then I can't remember if I knew that I was moving to Nashville yet, but as soon as I got to Nashville, we reconnected and just had a lot of long coffee dates where I just felt like I was talking to someone I'd, I'd known for a long time and just yeah. really valued, um, just her heart and just being able to see somebody here as a new, a new little Nashvilleian trying to write songs and, and love Jesus. Um, she was doing both of those things and, you know, throughout our friendship, we would, um, we were kind of always on call for each other to do background vocals on each other's songs. And, you know, I would, um, go on tour occasionally with her and Drew and open for them. And we'd do, you know, a song together that we'd written and just so fun and so natural. I feel like our friendship and our like creative space sort of always went hand in hand. So we're always just writing all these songs together. And, and then through the years, we just started to a pile of songs that we just gave ourselves the freedom of writing and the freedom of not necessarily forcing them into any specific project. Like you didn't have a space in mind necessarily. You're like, I just want to write for fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot about, you know, cause a lot of times you go into a co-write and you go in, um, she and I both have a lot of, uh, background writing specifically for TV shows and ads. So a lot of times we're given a specific storyline or characters and we're really trying to fit a mold that will work for, you know, a storyline or a brand that we're given. And so we had done a lot of that together, which was so much fun. But then it, we got to a point where we were just like, let's, let's write something that we need to write today. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking through like all the fun projects I've been able to do with friends yeah. and how it's like, it's just so different than when I, you do it on your own. And I think it has a different feel. It's obviously got a different pace. It's got a different purpose and all these things. And so you, you've not necessarily like Meta wasn't your project because I know that so many other people were incorporated in it. But yes. at the same time, like it was very much spearheaded by you mm-hmm. that now that you are kind of being accompanied and like have this other friend to tango with. Yes. I mean, what is that? What is the dynamic like? I think we have a lot of friends listening here today that have a dream or a goal or something in mind that they would love to do. And I just want to open up their mind and be like, you don't have to do it alone. Like, I think that we get so kind of stuck in our own lane. We forget other people might be in the same lane with us that we could link arms with and bring a message to people with. I want to hear a little bit about that for y'all. I love that, that thought. Um, You know, with Ellie, it just, the songs that we were writing, um, there's just a freedom in um, not being obsessed with the outcome and being more obsessed with the moment and just trying to create something needed and beautiful right then and there. It's obviously great to, you know, like for Meadow and you kind of have a a vision yourself for it and you're kind of filling in the gaps, of course, with a lot of other collaborators to um, bring their own beauty to 
the project or to an album, but you're right. Like you're kind of, you know, given a specific vision for something. And so you're kind of steering it. But I think what's so special about um, this collaboration with Ellie or what's so special about linking arms with anyone is that you are sort of, um, you're sort of letting go of holding something so um, preciously where, you know, these songs and what we created together, Ellie and Ben and I, these songs are so precious to me. But what I mean is the creation process, I I feel like I was given the freedom to hold it with looser hands, (laughs) more open hands, because you're showing up and you are, I don't know, when when you work with somebody else, then you are open to the mystery of like what can happen when you come together and to sometimes not have that um, like specific destination in mind and instead to just be like, okay, I'm showing up with what I have and I love what you have and let's see what comes when we bring it together. I think it's powerful to sort of lay down the, I don't don't know if I want to say lay down the vision of because I, I love the idea of having an end goal in mind and I'm a big vision person. Like I love thinking of and dreaming up of something start to finish, but there is something powerful about just you're kind of releasing control when you step into a project with someone else. Yeah. But it always, it always goes further and it always, I'm better with other people. <laughs> and I love I love being I love being able to write these songs with Ellie and and know that you know I'm gonna walk away with a song that would have been totally different if I wrote it myself and I'm really glad that I wrote it with her and Ben because it's something that I couldn't have done on my own and uh, because other people are awesome (laughs) you're awesome and every person is awesome but other people are awesome too I feel like you know, my mom, all growing up, I have a twin brother and two older sisters. And anytime like one of us would do something kind for the other person or anytime we'd hug, I mean, like all the time, I'd hug my brother or my sister and my mom would go, oh, I love it when y'all love each other. And I feel like it's like, God has to be like, looking at us whenever we work together and try to create uh-huh. something beautiful for his good. I feel like his heart is probably saying, I love it when y'all work together. This is so fun. Like I made yeah. you guys this way and you know, how fun to see it all. I don't know, woven together in that way. I feel like, I don't know. It just makes me think about that. That's precious. I mean, I think through even how the podcast started, this specific podcast, yeah. it was because one of my greatest friends came to me and was like, let's do this thing. Like, and wow. of course, like we considered it a summer project, but I totally get what you're saying. There were moments where I was like, I'm so glad I'm doing this with somebody else because it's not mine to mess up. Yes. Like, it's like a you have management over it, but you don't have full ownership over it and it's easy to acknowledge like okay god this is up to you 
But the moment that Mary Scott stepped away, I was frightened because I was like, it is my tendency. I think it's a lot of our tendencies just in sin to be like, okay, great. Like now it's mine. What am I going to do with it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's, it's easy for you to think like, how can this advance me? How can I advance it? When in reality, like we are not the propellers, (laughs) like we aren't the steam. Like, of course we've been called to be diligent with it and to do our best. But at the end of the day, like this is God's project. I'm just... I'm just having the privilege of being able to host it, right. you know? So I get what you're saying. Like you have right. you have the responsibility when it's just you and you feel that in a different way completely than when you share that responsibility with somebody else because you have someone else also to keep you accountable to the perspective of this is not yours and it's not mine and it's not even ours. Like it's it's got to be someone bigger's and yeah. that's where God comes in. Yes, I love that. And I think this is cool too to think through – this is, I mean, we're not just talking to the people that want to be songwriters or people that want to get in the music scene in Nashville. Like this, re- yeah. this really applies to everyone. Mm-hmm. That community is so much bigger and so much more important than I think we give it credit for. Absolutely. Even if you are doing something quote unquote on your own, it's important that you find someone alongside of you who can rally and help you. Oh, totally. Like you, like with Meadow, you're saying there were still people on my team that helped me and made it oh, possible. Oh, a village, a village of, of people and including co-writers and management and PR, like, you know, the images, the graphics, like everything. There's nothing I've done that's been on my own for sure. But yeah, the, the freedom that comes when you're just like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and admit right here at the beginning that this is not... <laughs> This is, if this is going to be just about me, then that is, that's not what I'm going for here. You can go ahead and crash and burn. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, abort mission. Yes. (laughs) This is not going to work. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm even thinking through now, like, I mean, being married to Thomas, he comes home and talks about planes and flying all the time, especially since he's now in pilot training. And he was even just talking the other day about how like, I mean, how many people it takes to make one flight happen, where a lot of times like the pilot gets the credit, but there's other people making sure the plane can even fly and air traffic controllers that help you with your destination, help sure like everyone in the sky knows where they're going and people that clear you to land and people that even help you buckle up. And, but a lot of times- you only think about the pilot, but there's so many other people. So right. for someone maybe even that like isn't maybe at the forefront of a project, but is being called to even aid and be a part of the bigger mission, yeah. what would you say to them as being someone who's needed that that support and those people in their life? Wow. I love that. That, that just makes me think like in my life, you know, who can I be the aid for? Like who's... Like behind the scene, who can I be behind the scenes for? And am I doing that? Um, Because I know how huge of a role that is uh, when it's, you know, a project or a vision that I feel like I'm called to, like, how can I be the flight crew for, you know, somebody else's vision and somebody's dream? Because it's, it's so um, not small. (laughs) It may be like unseen and unthought of, but to that person that you're saying, you know, when you're doing those behind the scene things for someone you're saying, what you're really saying with your actions is 
I believe that your calling is real. And I believe that God is breathing his life through you with this and it matters. I'm going to show up for you however you need me to. I just, I like run on that kind of encouragement. Like that propels me forward. So I would just say that that is vital. It's essential to to have those, I don't know, if you've ever felt supported in a calling yourself, this is convicting even just right now. Um, for me is, you know, how grateful I am to feel like I, I do have the means with the people in my life who have just helped me steward what I believe to be my calling. Um, yeah. I just, I want to be that for other people too. Totally. I mean, it makes me think that this idea of community is a both and. And I think a lot of times when we think about like where we fit in a situation, it's like, oh, in this season, like I might be the the lead role and like next season I might share something with somebody Mm -hmm. and then the next season I might be like we're saying like fight crew like just making sure I can be an asset not maybe even a part of the bigger picture yeah really I like I would challenge us to think like I think we're all of those at once in different areas of life and I think we're even called to be each of those in different ways and like as the body of Christ like one part can't operate the same without the other kind of thing like I can be lead. I hate using the term lead role, but like, you know what I mean? You can be like spearhead lead role in one thing and like champion and cheerleader for somebody else in another. And at the same time, like share something. So I'm even thinking like, let's take this to the household. Like I can be a champion and a cheerleader for my husband. I can be the lead role as who I'm called to be as a wife, but then I can also share this beautiful thing called marriage with somebody else but right. it's all underneath the same umbrella and like the same yes. calling and the same purpose. And so yes. even like you coming out with a meadow, it's like you still shared part of that with somebody else, even if it was Will just being able to right. share this dream with him. But then like you had people support you. You're probably supporting other people in the process of all of it too. Definitely. It, it, like it's a both and situation. It's not a, okay, well in this situation I am a, it's, you know, cheerleader, like yeah. I was saying earlier. Yeah, exactly. And I think it all like is sort of running at the same time and it all fuels, fuels each other. These songs with the dailies, like the refreshment that my soul feels from writing those kind of songs is going to propel me forward in my own, uh, in my own projects. And just like, you know, like you're bringing it to the household with marriage, you know, sharing in that kind of relationship, you know, hopefully can refuel you and recharge you to walk in, you know, your own relationship with God. I think you're right that it's not one or the other as far as the roles you play in different people's lives. I feel like it all, it's all like different things running at the same time because it all, it, it all becomes stronger if, if you're kind of operating in different roles yeah and like giving other people opportunities to use their god-given gifts to help and aid a bigger bigger picture like bigger goal that's i'm glad you said that because that is such a huge a huge piece of of this is like i know i feel so loved and seen when someone invites me to use or when someone invites me to live out my calling in a specific way. And I love how you said, when you invite someone to use their God-given gift, that is such a way to say, I see you and you're valid. And yeah. I, I want to give you like a moment 
to flourish and how can I help you do that? And then you're encouraged because you see them walking in their gifts. And yeah, I think we're all at our best when we're, we're being believed in, you know? Yeah. Yes. And someone, yeah, sees value inside of us and what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. And I think this message too is so timely for where we are in culture. Cause I think like right now it's very much like a steam ahead, roll forward, run over people if you have to Mm -hmm. like make it work. And that can be so clunky and like so unnatural because we are built to like help one another and live in fellowship. And I'd say even like I'm seeing it inside the church, like this isn't even a world thing. I'd say like it's, it's a problem inside the capital C church too of like we I mean, we have to link arms, like we have to band together and like bend to each other's strengths and like rise when someone else has a weakness. And like, that is what this is. And that is how body operates. And I mean, how beautiful when it actually works the way it should. So many cool things can happen. And the dailies is a testimony to that. You know, it's like a cool, a cool picture of I mean, yeah, we could talk about music for like 40 minutes for the show, but like at the same time, I'm like, it takes so much more to make this happen and you guys are doing it so well. Like what a testimony that is to projects, big, small, mundane, unordinary that every one of us listening and a part of this conversation has in our own lives. Oh, totally. I just, I feel the refreshing that my own soul has felt from releasing and sharing these daily songs like just on a personal level with Ellie when you collaborate with someone or when you link arms with someone yeah it's just that reiterating of I believe in what you do and even sharing these songs releasing them publicly I'm just encouraged all over again by privilege to create something with someone who who I love for one thing but for someone who I just I value you know, the way she walks and her calling and her gifting so much. Okay. So there's lots of practicals my mind's going to right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One, I'm like, practically, this could be a challenge for myself and you and people listening. Like Mm -hmm. what's a place in your life where you can submit to somebody else and be like, Hey, I need you to be a part of this. It wouldn't be the same without you. And who is that person and what do they have to offer? Like, I think that's a cool place to start and just start pondering like, what places in my life could I really open up to other people that I need help in, whether I realized it or not? Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd say another practical is leaning in and saying, like, uh, like who can I aid? Like, who yeah. is it that I can step in and say, like, hey, I would love to help you. Like, I would love to cheer you on. What does that look like for me? Like, how can I be of service to you? Like, how can I pray for you? Yeah. And actually mean it. Not like, hey, Fran, how can I pray for you? (laughs) Like actually diligently step into that space with them. Yes. Goodness. First, I just can't help but think how much of a gift both of those things are. Like to (laughs) to ask for help is such a gift to the person that you're asking. You know, if it's this type of relationship that is um, I don't know. It implies that you trust that person um, to ask for help. And and that's something that is, is very hard for me in certain areas of my life to, to ask for help. And And definitely me um, too. I'm with you. (laughs) Like so hard, but uh, it's been made clear that it's, it's a gift to ask someone to 
be a part of something and to sort of admit like I don't I don't know how to do this and I think you do <laughs> will you help me <laughs> it's, right. it's like a, a humility thing um so for that side of things let's think the practical yeah I think it's just looking around in my life and thinking like where where do I need help and you know maybe prayerfully thinking like god is there anyone you want me to invite into this part of my life and it could be a text to just go ahead and send or um i don't know set up a coffee date and just ponder a dream together or just throw out your need um and then on the other side of things i love that question of who can i aid um, I think maybe that has a lot to do with looking at your own life and, and really evaluating, like, what have I been given? What resources do I already have at my disposal? What do my experiences and my resources, like, what are they saying and who could they serve? Um, so maybe that's someone in a similar field that you're in. Um, maybe it's someone who's just, you know, earlier in the process of a path that you've already walked down and saying like, Hey, if you ever want to talk about how hard this particular thing is, I'm here to just talk about it with you because I've been there or, um, you know, this is something I experienced and I, my heart is just to serve you and help you walk this path in a way that's. I don't know, as great of an experience as possible. So offering someone, I don't know, I immediately think of like younger, like who could benefit from what I, what I have and what do I have? And maybe that's, you know, definitely doesn't have to always be somebody younger, but maybe just someone who's at the front end of something that you're on the back end of. That's good. And I'm now thinking through it. I just asked myself a question. I was like, who is it that I can like show up for? and serve or whatever and I think it's so funny I I felt like the Lord told me he was like I don't think it's as complicated as you're making it like I think that mm-hmm. sometimes those people are right in front of your face and I just maybe I'm not all in invested in serving them like mm-hmm. ouch but maybe my husband <laughs> or <Yeah>. like <laughs> you know like <laughs> maybe oh. my neighbors like it does, you know if you feel like you're scratching your head to, like come up with this person that you need to aid I'd say like maybe start simple and like oh, learn what yeah. it looks like to show up for people that it's like, oh, well, duh, like, I would love to show up for my mom. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, well, are you? So I, I don't know. That's where my mind just went. At least that's what I felt like the Lord was like, I don't want you to make this more complicated than it has to be because I've really tried to put people in your life on purpose to serve for a reason. Oh, like, that's, oh so, that's so good, Rachel. It's like, just like we're saying, you know, he's given us specific experiences to that we could use to serve other people it's like he's also put specific people in our lives like yeah right here in our lives not like that we have to go there's probably times when we need to take a step to reach out to a specific person you know maybe that he's put on our hearts but I think you're I'm so glad you said that because he is faithful to set specific people right here in our lives I don't know that we can link arms with like you said and 
we can serve them and they can encourage us. And it's, yeah, I don't want to put a category or a box on like a type of person you can serve (laughs) or that you can like encourage because it's all of us. Like we all, like we, it doesn't have to be a person who is in the same field you're in or going through the exact same experience you went through. Like we, the truth is we all, you know, we're made to build each other up and there's no prerequisite for that other than Christ. So I think, yeah, that that's a powerful, a powerful um, thought. We're all right here together and we don't have to look far. <laughs> don't have to look far. I love that. Should be a new lyric. <laughs> Next song. <Yes. laughs> you don't have to look fun. <laughs> me and you, boo. I'm like, you don't want me on that track, but I could maybe help write it. I don't know. Uh, I love it. Love it. Oh, I always love conversations with you. They're so fun oh, and life giving. you. Thanks for talking with me. Of course. One of my favorite questions to ask mm-hmm. and end the show with is what is something that you are loving these days that you have to share with us? Oh my! And I'm sure you've got some really fun ones. Wow. Hmm. What is something I'm loving? I remember last time I just had deja vu. I said matcha latte, and you were like, yes. "Ew, no." <laughs> <laughs> A little too earthy for me. <laughs> Listen, in my next life, like I would love to love matcha. I I would love to love it. I really would. I want to be that girl so bad. Every time I order it, and I'm like, "I'm today's the day. Like I'm going to like it." I no, can't. I can't. I was in a season of matcha, and I will say I'm not in that season anymore. I ha- I'm not in a regular matcha, matcha mood lately. Um, <laughs> what am I loving? I am loving. Like, can it be anything, or is it like a you know an, a physical no, product? Really, anything. Well, Fei Fei, my daughter. Her name's Willow Fei. We call her Fei. We call her a million things actually, but she's <laughs> three and. Um, her white blonde hair is so long. It's like down to the end of her back and it is like straight as a board, just like mine. And I love, she has lately, um, she's let me start blow drying her hair. Like oh, I can sweet. use like a round brush, like, like I do my own hair. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, she's only three. So I feel like we're just at the beginning of, starting all these like baby girl things and I'm starting to see the future of going to get pedicures together and like all these oh my gosh um so it might be a weird a strange answer but I really love that is doing, not strange I at all. love doing her hair <laughs> it gives me joy <laughs> that is so sweet yeah. you have to know what I told Thomas so like after I left our time together he uh-huh. was like, you know, like, how were your friends? And I said, they're great. I said, you know what I'm really excited about? He said, what? And I said, I'm like, Jill made me so excited to be a mom. He was like, really? Why? Oh. I was like, you referred to Faye as like, uh, best friend. Or you're like, hey, best friend, like, what's up? You're, 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 you're like, she'd be like, mom, mom, mom. And you're like, hey, best friend, what's up? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my heart. It was just so sweet. So I was like, it's, it's so true. Like, they're just your pal. Oh. They go everywhere with you oh. and they love you so much. And you're like, I, oh. you know, like I, I want to be, I mean, I get it. Like parents listening are going to be like, that, don't say that. But like, I really do. I like, I want to be friends with my kids. I want to have that relationship <laughs> yeah. where my kids are like, my mom's rad. And I'm like, you're, oh, real, I like you. Goodness. It's, I'm like, I have tears in my eyes right now. <laughs> like, it is, it's such a, 
It's such a joy. I mean, super hard things, obviously, too. Of but course, yeah. I really do. Um, you're so you're so kind to say that, but I, I'm pretty obsessed with her. I think I was what like 20 weeks or just a little bit before that pregnant. Yes. And like in my mind, I'm trying to even wrap my head around what it's going to be like to be a mom. But no, like I left yes. so inspired, and I was like, I can do this. I really can. Oh, oh, if I can do I it, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, and I rarely do this, but I do have to share what I'm loving because I think that it has a lot to do with uh, you and your world, okay? Oh, yay. Have you heard of the show Songland? You know what? I have not watched it. I need to watch it. I keep being told how great it is. It's so fun. It's basically like a songwriting show where like several songwriters come in, pitch their idea to like a bigger artist. Like BB Rex has been on there. Usher has been on there. Boyz II Men's been on there. Lady A, like all those people. And they basically sit with other songwriters that are really well known and they rework their songs, repitch their songs. And then the featured artist like picks one of them and actually records it. It's just such a cool show. So... That's it's awesome. totally, I feel like, up in your world. And I was like, I have to let Jill know and, like, let the people know. Oh, it's legit. yes. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I have heard awesome things about it, and I just – I need to I need to give it a shot for sure. Well, this has been so fun and so good for me, and I needed this girl time with you. I wish we were closer and we're actually at Frothy Monkey again doing this. But oh, <laughs> I'll take too. what I can get. Me too. Thank you for – Having this conversation with me, always, always refreshed and just like leave my time with you and my conversations with you feeling like that was time well spent. So thank you so much. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.